0: From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at
1: CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Peyton Wilson's Defensive Player of the Year campaign rolls on. I do remember when I said he should be the National Defensive Player of the Year. Some people were a little surprised I went that far. They're coming around. NC State beats Clemson over the weekend. Beats Clemson over the weekend. And that's and thus entered into the next challenge for Dave Doran. Uh, Dave Doran, the head coach of the Wolfpack. How do you multiply the effects of a win like that? All right, you, you, you got the win. How do you get everyone talking about the win when maybe it isn't as big of a deal as it used to be to beat Clemson? Right, Clemson is now after the the loss to State four and four. Right, they are five hundred. Five years ago, you beat Clemson. You, you you've done both part A and part B, which is win the game and have everybody talking about it, because everybody's going to talk about it because of the college football playoff ramifications. Because, uh, you know, Dabo probably had something smart to say after the game. Like it, it it's a self fulfilling prophecy. But when they're four and four, Right, right when you beat them to make them five hundred, you win the game, and then it's. How do I make sure every recruit, how do I make sure everyone in the, the NIL world, how do I make sure everyone in college football is talking about our win? Well, that's when you cut a promo. That's when you're walking off the field, someone puts a microphone into your face, and, and for some reason you call out Steve Smith Sr., who was the celebrity guest picker on game day at the Utah game. If you missed it, this is what it sounded like postgame.
0: Yeah, I mean, for a guy that lives in Charlotte, he clearly has got his head faced west to Utah all the time, which, you know, I understand. And no disrespect to him, but he disrespected our program. And uh, I'm not going to let people do that. These kids have worked their butt off. Um, We've won a lot of football games here. And in my tenure, I think we're second or third in the ACC and wins in football. So, you know, he can take that and put it where it belongs. But this is not a basketball school. This is a great great school it has great sports and football is one of them and uh so yeah if he wants to come see me we can talk about that but you know do your homework before you start talking
1: and here's the thing that was even the follow-up
2: <laughs> it's the american dream dusty Rhodes. talking about cutting promos on people
1: I don't know what I was expecting. Say, I, Steve Smith went, bringing hard times on us. I mean, on the field, he told Steve Smith to to kiss his you-know-what. Yeah. He said, we're not a basketball school. He can kiss my you-know-what. Now, here's here's the interesting part. I, I I floated this as an idea uh, a couple of weeks ago on both the Pack Therapy podcast, which, by the way, new episode drops today, uh, NC State football fans be righty, myself, Mike Glennon, break down the win. Uh, but also on this show, I floated – I asked if he should be doing – if Dave Doran specifically should be doing almost exactly what he did. Because it was it was a couple of weeks ago, Dan Lanning at Oregon was cutting promos, Deion Sanders was in the middle of his whole we come in. it's personal – month uh ryan day attacked lou holtz yeah and and i was like you know what ryan day attacked lou holtz it's a weird move but we talked about ohio state for about six hours on saturday because ryan day attacked lou holtz and doran attacked steve smith senior we talked about it we talked about like the social media talked about it every cut in if you're watching other other uh College games, all right. You know we got a little break in the action. Let's send it back to the studio. They were talking about state beating Clemson and what Dave Doran said. Did it work? I think it did. Is it a bit of a weird call out? Yeah, the celebrity picker on game day. Like, oh, he's out there. He he wears all his Utah stuff. Well, there's connections there, right? That's where he went. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's 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 fair to say like you don't want like if if um let me think of a good example here, if like Tory Holt, right was was on the radio or, or doing something near St. Louis, right, you'd probably want him to still be coming back and being a part of Wolfpack Nation, and you would understand why, right? So just because Steve Smith Sr. is doing media and living in Charlotte, where he had a long NFL career, it still makes sense for him to go back to Utah and be a part of their, their fan base, just like you'd still want Tory Holt to still be a part of NC State's fan base. But with that being said, it accomplished the goal, right? With, with, with the goal being, have everybody talking about NC State. I will caution, you don't want to be the trash talk guy if you aren't the trash talk guy, right? You got to know inherently whether you have it in you. Dave Doran has like two a year. He has like two great zingers a year. The fan base goes nuts. I don't know if he could be like Dion, where he's dropping the mic after every interview, but but he's got two a year in him. You've used one, I would save the next one for the UNC game. Now, here's what I don't like. They Reportedly, they've already hashed it out. He and Steve Smith have already they've they've texted. There's videos involved. They're already like cool with each other. And Dave Doran invited him to the sideline of a game. If you're if it if it upsets you that much, you get you. I feel like you have got to stick to your guns a little bit here. You got to dig in your heels and say no. An apology. I hate to say you need to go a little bit more Jerry Judy. Like when when Steve Smith walks in, I think you got to go like uh no, sorry. You you said what you said on national television. An apology to me personally in my my texts or inbox uh, is not going to do the same thing. Here's Dave Doran talking about the uh, the follow up conversation between he and Steve Smith
0: in the post game uh, regarding my comments. I felt you know it was very important to stand up for our program and for our team, and uh, I do feel that duty uh, and that responsibility as a head coach. And and in the moment, my feelings were very raw and authentic. <laughs> And I have great respect for Steve Smith. You know, after the game, uh, he texted me and sent me a video uh, congratulating me on the win. And um, as a man, I thank him for that. You know, it takes a lot of humility uh, to do stuff like that, you know. And and I know he was not trying to disrespect our program, even though that's how I felt. Uh, And I appreciate him for that. And, you know, invited him to come down and spend time anytime he wants. And hopefully he'll do that, come be on our sideline. He's a great player for the Panthers, great player for Utah, and a great representative of the game. And I think him being on our sideline, feeling the energy of our fan base would be awesome. So hopefully we'll get that done.
1: Do you think it's really water under the bridge? No. If I'm Steve Smith, do you know what i do? And And by the way, this is not anti-state. I'm just – Carolina Panthers fans know who Steve Smith is. Right? Absolutely, he is ice up, son. Mm-hmm. He he makes sure he wins just about in every trash talk environment. If I'm if I'm Steve Smith, do you know what I do? I go to a NC State basketball game. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I buy courtside tickets and and I and I go to an NC State basketball game and I say hi to Dave Dorn there. That's that's what because now it's I mean. By the way, there's nothing wrong with a feud, right? No. Like the the a well placed feud actually helps things. Mm-hmm. Like that it, it it can doesn't have to be like, oh, we were we immediately became adults and shook hands and looked each other in the eye and now we're best friends. It can be, I don't like what he said on national television about my program. And then his could be, I don't like the way you handled it after the game. And you can let that simmer a little bit. But either way, everybody was talking about State beating Clemson, and it's not because Clemson is some unstoppable force this year. I was greatly underwhelmed by their offense. And that's part of it, tip your cap to State's defense, but also part of it was Clemson's offense greatly underwhelming. And that's a, that's a dabbo conversation for another day. The Drive with Tim Donnelly here on 99.9 The Fan.
2: Ice up, son. Ice up.
1: Well played. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra
2: mile,
1: There's some people out there that just did their job fantastic right they 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 were um as JJ reddick likes to say if you follow any of his media stuff they were stars in their role whatever their role was they did it excellently uh so we thought now would be a good time to give some props just hey it's like uh like at the end of the week just or end of the weekend just hey I see you I appreciate you and I recognize what you did was impressive this is is like a, a mindfulness thing, right? You got to count, yeah. count your positives. Uh, Dennis, I'll give you the option. Okay. Right, you won the coin toss. Would oh, you I like, did. Would you like to kick off or receive? Go first or second? Uh, I'll kick. So that means I go first. Yeah. All right. Uh, props to Tavo Teravainen. Okay. Yeah. Natural Hattie. Natural hat trick against San Jose at home on Friday. Um, seven goals scored in the first nine games for Turbo Teravainen. That is. Quite a bit of cash he's making himself. Um he could fall way off of his pace and still have a career year scoring goals, still be somebody that enters the market this offseason, uh, looking for a lot of uh, uh, change. Mm-hmm. A lot of and not change like I need to switch things up, change like dollars and coinage. Uh I think he's gonna be looking for a lot of money and, and if he keeps playing like he is, he's gonna deserve a lot of money. He's really making us forget about last season. Props to Tevo Taravani. I'm going to keep it with the Canes here.
2: Props to Auntie Ranta, who mm. struggled in his first couple appearances this season, kind of fighting his confidence a little bit. Got a shutout.
0: 20th a of his shutout. career.
2: Yep, 20 saves in his 20th shutout of his career. So, props to Auntie Ranta for bouncing back.
1: I have more props to give. Okay. Props to Casey Concepcion, oh, yeah. NC State freshman wide receiver. Uh, and also, side props? I don't know if we – I'm making up rules to this new game. Okay. Side props to the NC State offensive coaching staff because their bye week had to be about drawing up a billion different ways to get the ball to Casey Concepcion, mm-hmm. uh, and they did it. Yeah, they did. They had some creative ways and some traditional ways. He had a 50-yard run on a super creative formation shift. Uh, he had a 72-yard touchdown on the super creative play of a five-yard square in, which is not creative, but sometimes you just got to let your dudes be dudes. Yep. Uh, MJ Morris, these are the stats on why Concepcion deserves some uh, some props. MJ Morris threw for 138 yards, 83 of them were to Casey Concepcion. NC State ran for 64 total yards, 51 of them came from Casey Concepcion. I think that's a good day as far as uh, you know percentage of your team's output. Casey Concepcion, props to you. <laughs> Side props to the NC State offensive coaching staff. That's a high usage rate, as they like to say. Is. That's a very high usage rate. I'm going to go to NFL. Okay.
2: Frankie Louvu, props mm. to you, sir. Frankie Luvu for the Carolina Panthers. Not only did he have a couple of pass breakups as well, but he also had a sack. He actually, I think, looked his healthiest because he had dealt with that hip injury. I think yep. he suffered against Seattle, if I remember correctly. Bye week's
1: are a good time. By week helped.
2: I thought he actually looked fast, he was all over the field. He had a tip, a couple broken up passes, uh, one out in space in the middle of the field, kind of one near the line of scrimmage as well. Had a sack, had twelve total tackles. Dude was all over the place. So props to Frankie Louvu.
1: You know, I, I'm going to pivot here and okay. go and go to another Panther. Props to Adam Thielen. Yeah, eight catches, 72 yards. Nothing crazy, just dependable, right? Made the catch on the 31 yarder that he needed to. Just. Nothing crazy, just Bryce Young needs Adam Thielen to be there with a warm hug of -hmm. catching the football. The fourth and two, I don't know if people understand what happened on this. Uh, It was a fourth and two late in the game. It was on that final drive. Exactly. They ran a, a quick pass to Adam Thielen, and Miles Sanders, the running back who was split out, ran the wrong route and essentially did a distraction drill. So he ran between... Adam Thielen and Bryce Young as if he was going to catch the ball. And then, again, you go look at the the video. It's in super slow-mo. You almost see Miles Sanders go, wait a second. I'm not sure I'm in the right spot here. So he pulls his hands down at the last second and watches the ball go by him. And Adam Thielen still has the concentration to make the catch. Uh, The only reason I know that it was not just a terrible play design and it actually was the wrong route is because Frank Reich told everybody Miles Sanders ran the wrong route. Uh, earlier today. Um, That is a drill you do in defense to distract your or sorry, in practice. That is a drill you do in practice to distract your wide receivers. You'll send somebody usually another receiver who's like all right for this role you be the decoy to go up and then drop their hands at the last second and the player behind them has to make the catch. The only difference was it was a game winning drive in an NFL game and it was fourth and two and if you don't make the catch, you lose the game and Adam Thielen made the catch. Nothing crazy. Just dependable. Right? Adam Thielen's going to have other games that he looks at as better. 100 yards and a touchdown, uh 12 catches, 8 yards, or sorry, 8 catches, 72 yards, no touchdown, still a chef's kiss of of dependability, which is what he needs to be. Props to you, Adam Thielen. Do you have any more, Dennis? Yeah, I got another one. Sam Howell, Washington
2: Commanders. That guy played his tail off. Sam Howell, 39-52. I was watching this game. I had it like side-by-side with the with the Panthers game going on yesterday. 397 yards, four touchdowns. I know he had an interception late and a couple balls that he was trying to get to Terry McLaurin late. weren't the most accurate throws, but they were catchable. And McLaurin wasn't able to come up with it. But to stand toe-to-toe with the Eagles, and you still put up 31 points, but yet some people... I-, I don't get why people are ripping the guy. I'm like, his his first year in this, in the as a starting quarterback in the NFL with a new offensive coordinator and a head coach who might get canned before this season's end, and he's still producing offensively. I'm sorry, your defense gave up 38. Not you, Sam Howell. <laughs> but
1: one, yeah, Sam Howell. Props to him. The one sack is the part that impressed me the most. Yeah, one sack. Took just one sack after taking a billion up to that point.
2: Of course it was on a fourth down. <laughs> it was a bad, but yeah. He could have taken he yeah. could have
1: yeah. taken eight sacks and the one on fourth down. Oh, yeah. Rather than just the one on fourth down. It was bad protection. Uh I have two more here. All right. Props to John Shire. Oh, yeah. John and cooper flag committing earlier today obviously props to john shire and i give duke basketball credit they tweeted out a picture just of john shire wearing like cool guy sunglasses and a cool guy jacket and no description just like yep cool guy uh but also he took over for coach k we had a uh jeff capel on the show jeff capel the head coach of pitt longtime assistant for duke four-year starter uh at guard for duke uh and when he was an assistant at duke Jeff Capel was one of the best, seen as one of the best recruiters in the country. We had him on the show last week when we were at ACC tip-off in Charlotte, and I phrased a question where I just kind of, as a precipice for the question, I said, when you were Duke, you were one of the best recruiters in the country. And as part of his answer, he said, like, well, you know, when you have Coach K to make the call to close, right? When you have Coach K to be the, you know, the guy standing behind you in recruiting, it's much easier to be a great recruiter. John Shire is now trying to be the head coach of Duke and recruit like Coach K. Without Coach K there as the closer, as the head coach, all he's done in his three recruiting classes is number one recruiting class in the country, number two recruiting class in the country, and as part of his third recruiting class, he just got Cooper Flagg, who's the highest-rated recruit in Duke basketball history. I think I see why Duke gave him a six-year contract extension. Yep. Uh, My last props, and probably should have been my first props, Thomas Brown. Oh, yeah. Offensive coordinator, Carolina Panthers. Let's break this down real quick. Last – or this Sunday, this past Sunday, yesterday, was the seventh game of the Frank Reich head coaching era for Carolina. First win. It was the sixth start for Bryce Young as the starting quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. First win. It was the first game – Thomas Brown called plays for the Carolina Panthers. First win. I like that. uh, I like that, that, that tempo. You know what I mean? One game, one win. That's much better than seven games, one win. Six games, one. I like what Thomas Brown did. I love that last drive. Took the ball from his own nine-yard line. Called a, a, a series that took all six minutes and 17 seconds left in the game. 15 plays. Ended with a field goal. Good as time expired. That's as good as you can get. Thomas Brown, he got a game ball after the game. Do you realize how hard it is for the offensive coordinator to get a game ball in a game that was also the head coach's first win as head coach, the quarterback's first win as, as quarterback? And they gave a, a play caller who's not the, the head coach the ball? One of? That's pretty good right there. That's pretty good right there. Your heart.
2: It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice